0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Running With Red S. Today I've spoken to someone from Norway and honestly it's a great, great conversation. He has run 2.27 for the marathon, 70 minutes for the half and he's been through quite a lot recently in terms of injuries. He picked up three stress fractures in 2022 and he's just trying to get back into some good form. It seems like he's doing really well at the minute because like talking to him, he had his best ever session yesterday Um, well, since the last year and a half. And he's in a really happy place mentally and physically. He feels strong. He's put on quite a bit of weight. But the positive signs of that is he hasn't got injured for a long time. And because he feels he's put this weight on, he just feels more powerful when he's running. So his leg stride um, has improved. His power input has improved. When he's in the gym, he's also said that he has been able to lift a much heavier weight So it's very encouraging to hear and just talking to him gave me that sort of incentive. Like we were very similar in terms of, I used to think I was like quite strong when I was in the gym, but now, nowadays when I'm um, working out in the gym, I'm actually able to carry much heavier weight than what I used to be. So it's very good for me and the fact I'm only five weeks back now, it just shows it's a massive improvement and having those five weeks off and completely pursuing the food and get myself healthy has really impacted me in a positive manner um training's going really well at the minute i'm really able to get my heart rate up high which means i'm able will be able to compete at a completely different level when i'm older well in the next couple of months and yeah and i am a. it just feels really good i'm following the plan that gavin and joe set me completely whereas i used to always do like that extra five ten minutes which wasn't the best and could have actually prolonged my injury um, And I'm just really happy with everything that's going on. I'm recovering really well. I'm as soon as I finish the session or when I get back, I have my foods and my recovery shakes, um, and enjoying all the foods and trying different things. Whereas I used to really look at the back of the package and see how many calories, for example, where I haven't, still haven't, like I could not tell you the last time I looked at went for a piece of food and looked at the calories because it just doesn't interest me. I. I'm bigger than that. I know I can. um, That's something I needed to work on. And I still haven't weighed myself or anything. Uh, My body's now shredding into a really good way. So I'm happy with that. And yeah, people are still really supportive. And I feel like this podcast is actually helping quite a lot of you out there. And if if ever you want to join in or jump in or have anything to say, because that's what I really want to work on. There's still so many youngsters out there who don't have any incentive or input from anyone about what they should be eating before or after a session and it's just heartbreaking to see because I don't want to see people struggling like what I did and just not being able to reach their potential for those reasons. So if ever you want to just get in touch with me about it all just literally message me on Instagram and I hope you enjoy this podcast. All right hello and welcome to episode eight of running with red S. Today I'm joined by Per Christensen. Christian, sorry, Per Christian. And today we're just going to talk about a lot about running, about how how he's been in the past with um maybe suffering with food, suffering with training intensities. And you first got in touch with me, I think it was well, we've been speaking for quite a few, like a year or something, like just meshing every now and then about our stories. But I think you really opened up to me about struggling with food and your training when I like published on Instagram that I I had a sacrum stress fracture and you mentioned about losing weight and everything like that you gave me an insight into how to improve and I thought I could help you in such a way and I I thought it was great to bring you onto this podcast because you're a talented athlete um, another European and it just gives everyone out there listening to this an idea of how hard it is to get through this all so do you just want to give a brief introduction of who you are?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, right now I'm 24 a uh, student and uh, a semi pro um long distance long distance runner um and like I all of my the last few years I've spent running and studying like basically uh, so but lately I've had uh, a few injuries that uh, put my uh, career a bit uh, uh, on the side, um, and the last years has also been quite tough since uh, COVID. Um, but um, yeah, 24 students, student runner, uh, like very basic.
0: Yeah, you're living, your 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 life is quite hard. A lot harder than mine, whereas I don't have to do the study. Yeah. Anything, so I just have to rest and everything. But um, I heard you just said about you had one of your best sessions yesterday. Um, you happy with the fitness you're at at the minute?
1: Yeah, right now I'm very happy coming back. Um, no pain since January. Uh, so I was like slowly getting back, uh, doing the same uh, run, walk, progression program is you. Uh, and now I've, this week I had 80K of running. Um, so slowly getting back, working on the threshold uh, mostly uh, because I've heard that the, it's the pace and the faster workouts that kills you. So, uh, and with three stress fractures, Last year, I have to be careful because I don't want to have any more injuries.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's such a shame because I think with runners, stress fractures is the worst thing you can get. Like I can imagine me and you've been through quite a few months where we're just staring at a blank wall in the gym, just on the cross trainer, on the bike. And it you would sweat a lot. But apart from that, it's not very fun when it's a nice day outside. But do you just want to give the listeners just an, an idea of, like your personal bests over some distances, so they know like the standard you're at.
1: Yeah. Um, the The shorter the distance, uh, the worse it gets. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, two twenty seven uh, on the marathon, uh, and I have uh, one hour ten uh, in the half marathon. Um, so, and I don't think I have a official time in the five k uh and my 10k time is like 33 uh but that's five six years ago yeah you so... need to
0: run a bit faster because your 10k times your half marathon time
1: at the minute yeah yeah i know i know <laughs> so, so uh... we'll
0: go straight into like because this show podcast is about people struggling with red ass so people struggling with injuries um not like fueling properly so we like we've said mentioned before, you just said you picked up three stress fractures. Was it back in 2022?
1: Um, yeah, January
0: 2022. So you picked up was that the first one where you picked up three stress fractures like in January?
1: Uh, no, actually, the first I was in training camp, uh, January 2022, and then my first uh stress fracture came. Uh, it was uh on the track session um, and uh, it started hurting in my hip uh, and after the session I couldn't walk yeah. uh, and that was on day two in Spain and I was supposed to be there for 14 days uh, so that was when it started uh, and then uh, I didn't think about it that much so I took like 10 weeks off uh of course i of course i did see a physiotherapist and stuff um and i slowly got back into running but uh when i reached about 80 to 100k of running um a new one came was it the and same it, or a different area different area then it was the same as you in the sacrum so um That was when, uh, like, I really needed to uh, take a look at what was uh, happening. Did you
0: speak to someone someone about, like, you know, when you've got the sacrum one, did you almost hit? Because I was saying to people when I found out I had the sacrum stress fracture, I almost hit rock bottom where I didn't know. I I just didn't want to, like, almost forget about running forever because you've put all this hard work in you picked up another injury do you think you like almost hit rock bottom you're just upset and you didn't think you were going to get back into it
1: actually i don't i don't think so because i knew that uh, i knew that i could handle one uh, one more block with uh, the elliptical. Uh, <laughs> and i and i wanted so bad to get back um so but i was i was far down uh mentally uh and i of course had times that i really wanted to quit running quit like the serious training um uh, but now that i don't have the pain anymore i i'm very happy to to not quitting
0: yeah but I mean I can tell you happy because for the listeners they won't be able to see but you're currently yeah. wearing a Liverpool shirt right now so you're waiting for the Liverpool game so you can tell you're in yeah. a good mood you've trained this morning now just watch football but
1: yeah but today was the long run on the
0: elliptical so oh so you're doing because you did a session yesterday and it's like elliptical today is it another run tomorrow then
1: uh yeah this week I had 5 runs uh, so next week uh, I will increase to 6 and then um in Thanks 2 weeks
0: like 68, 68 sun, 68
1: yeah. yeah sunday in 2 weeks I will have my first long run uh 90 minutes nice so so I will do 6 runs this week 6 runs the week after and then the long run week you're
0: building up very nicely because I guess yeah. you just don't wanna.
1: You don't want to get another stress factor. You don't want to. Oh
0: yeah. Uh, your body again.
1: No, my physiotherapist says two weeks we can increase, and then one week you go a bit down. Yeah. yeah. No. So. Yeah.
0: So um, the next thing we'll talk about is. You also have mentioned to me you've lost quite a lot of weight in the past. Um, yeah, right. Can you tell me the reasons why you think this may have happened? Was it, did you almost restrict yourself from eating? Did you not really understand how much you should
1: have been eating? I think probably the last, uh, you said, because I'm a person that loves food. Uh, I love good food. Um, it's not anything that I don't eat. Uh, but in COVID, uh, because I think this, because I have very, because I had very low bone density when I got my second stress fracture. Um, so when COVID started, uh, I was increasing a lot, and I was having like three months straight with uh, over two hundred kilometer weeks, because uh, I was signed up for a race the spring of 2020, and then that race didn't happen. And then I signed up for another one. So I was continually having like the peak volume to before doing the taper. Um, And of course, then I was burning a lot of calories Uh, and my stomach is very sensitive. Uh, I'm not eating before long runs or sessions in the morning. Uh, Yeah. For example, my breakfast before my marathon PB was like half a toast and half a glass <laughs> of orange juice. And I had one gel during the race and that gal made me go to the toilet also. So yeah, I need to practice the fueling yeah. part. So, um but I didn't think about it. It was like, I was... In the COVID periods, I was getting a lot better. I was racing. Uh, my training was faster. Uh, and my shape got better and better. Uh, and... Yeah, I'd, actually, I'd, I don't know. I, I saw the good results. Uh, but I was not thinking that I was fueling enough. But uh, I was very... Uh, like strict uh, about eating the right things Uh, but eating the right thing for a runner that does all these uh, does all that high mileage is is not the right thing Um, so back then I should have eaten a lot more Uh, and I and not that healthy, because uh, right now I see that restrict the restricting back then made, uh, my injuries last year. I think.
0: Oh, that yeah, that's a perfect answer. I completely agree with you. It's annoying because, like you said, you get into shape so quick, and you don't think it's gonna have a, an effect on your long term. But then yeah. now, you're like, oh, it's like if you had like had that one extra if you had just increased your food ever so slightly over the days, you might not have got these injuries and it's just yeah. like something you need to look back to. But the thing, the fact I find it very encouraging is the fact you've now noticed this, whereas a lot of people still haven't.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I listened to one of your podcasts yesterday, actually. Uh, and I really agree that now race weight is not a word anymore. No. I can't
0: tell you how many people have now said I've now read about it more. And so many people saying that there's no, like, what is race weight? Like, how do you know, when do you compete best? Like during a race, like, for example, Jake Whiteman feels like Jake Whiteman, for example, he has to be in shape over the summer. But if he goes out and does a 10k, does he want to be as light as he is on the track or as strong or like, there's such a different, no, what, there's no specific, like, weight you have to be like, the Kenyans and Ugandans, they don't yeah. have weight skills. They have no clue. They have no clue what weight they are, and they just go out and run. So um, I really, really like the fact you like that. And are you like still weighing yourself or anything like that?
1: Yeah, um uh, I'm I'm having a nutritionist, uh and I'm there probably once a month. Uh and since uh since my Last stress fracture back in sep- September last year, uh, I've gained like uh, eight or nine kilos. Um, so, and I probably should uh, even have one or two extra kilos as well. Uh, and that's what we try to work on. And you're feeling uh, as well? What?
0: You're feeling quite very strong.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling very strong because I've now cooperated. uh, I have two or three uh, strength sessions in the gym. uh, And I feel that now I can lift uh, even heavier and I feel that I have more energy. So That's
0: that's exactly the same as me. Like when I had those five weeks off and now because I've eaten better foods, I've been into the gym and I used to think I was like fairly strong now the stuff I'm lifting now is like the starting weight, what I used to like, this the weight I used to like, couldn't even push really up uh, now. Yeah. It's like my starting weight. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, how am I this yeah. much? stronger? So that's very encouraging. All right. So
1: yeah.
0: we'll move on was yeah. you've now told me, you now are speaking to a nutritionist and you said earlier in the episode, you said you really enjoy food and everything like that. Did you, I know you said you didn't restrict yourself, but do you think you have a really good relationship with food? Like, have you ever thought about skipping a meal or being able, like, had those thoughts in your head?
1: Yeah, back then I was like on the lower training days. I felt like, uh, felt like I, I didn't. I was not going to eat that much. Uh, and also, the problem with that is uh, on the harder training days. Uh, and on the long run days, I don't feel hungry. Uh, I just want... Because after, let's say, after a marathon, I just want to drink. Like, I feel dehydrated and I don't want food. Yeah. I don't know about you, but... No, no, no. All the same. Yeah, after like a hard 40K long run, I probably don't want food like for three hours. Uh, So... But now I'm very, very strict with yeah. uh eating right after the workout. Uh and especially since I don't eat before. Yeah. Yeah, that's um,
0: something, that's something like I've I have to do now is I'm feeling unreal since I've started crossing now, I'm able to get my heart rate up so much more, which means I'll be able to race at a different level. Because you know, yeah. but I they've made me eat more eat something before, even if it's just like a little bar just before the exercise. And like you said, it's a bit easier for me because when you're on the cross training and stuff, it doesn't really hurt your stomach because it's a low impact thing. And like, you yeah. have the you really go to the bathroom. Bathroom's right there. Whereas yeah. going for a run, it's like you need to kind of train your body. And yeah. would you consider, are you thinking about doing that? Like having something before?
1: Um, Actually not before, uh, but uh, on every session now, I have a uh, sports drink uh, and good. gels, good, yeah, because that's that's very easy. Uh, but like normal solid food, I don't know. Uh, my stomach is not <laughs> ready <for that> yet, <laughs> but at least I get in the calories. Yes, that's the most yeah, problem. the same amount of, of calories. Yeah,
0: a lot of people might not eat or drink during like a session, but the fact you're getting in getting the food in the calories in, yeah. in a different way. It's good as well. And I think we can say like the only reason why you're not eating before is because you don't want to go to the toilet. You're scared of going to the toilet, really. So um next one. So how are you coping with everything now? Like, how's your coach relationship? Um, you said you're seeing the nutritionist every month. Are you happy with your fitness and everything like that at the minute?
1: Yeah. Um my I'm getting happier about uh, the more I run. Uh, So uh, this spring has been very positive. Um, But I'm not thinking about any races yet. Uh, Like the most important is for me now to get back into running without more injuries. Um, And of course, I have uh, some exams uh, following weeks uh which is as important as uh, the running uh, because of course I will not live off running the rest of my life so uh i'm studying economics on the side so it takes a lot of time
0: yeah yeah it must be yeah. quite tough
1: but of course still try to work out two times a day one el one elliptical and one one running so yeah i'm very happy right now
0: do you would you say elliptical is your favorite type of cross training method?
1: Um, yeah, I've never tried aqua running. Uh,
0: I think I've done it once.
1: Yeah, me too. Um, last year I was very much into cycling, um, because it was nice outside. Okay. Uh, so uh I spent a lot of time on the bike, but sitting on a spinning bike is very, very boring. Uh so probably now it's uh my elliptical is my favorite. Yeah, but this difficult. summer but this summer I might take the bike out again.
0: Uh that that's the same. Like you don't know with the weather in the UK, you don't know whether it's gonna be sunny or raining. Like it could be it could be absolutely chucking it down ten for ten minutes. Uh,
1: yeah same in Norway. Last week it was uh, 20 degrees and I was on the laying down on the balcony uh outside uh, with just the shorts and yesterday it was snowing so
0: so we're going to have to quickly ask like cuz you're from yeah. Norway do you live near the Inger um
1: 3 hour drive yeah have you ever yeah.
0: thought of going to train with them
1: uh of course, they are not living here. They are Nevada, all, everywhere. All, all, the, all the time in Flagstaff, Sierra Nevada, stuff. Um, but. but Norway, uh,
0: some bloody good athlete at the minute. Very yeah, good. Yeah. Coming up from Norway. Yeah, yeah. You could be the next big thing. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I, I don't think so. But uh, I will try to run as fast uh, as possible. Uh, and my goal is, of course, to. Come close to the two twenty barrier uh probably next year.
0: Another thing when you messaged me, you were saying you did a lot of cross country skiing. Is that cross country skiing machine or like actually No skiing? no no
1: actually cross country skiing. Okay, yeah. So what so, was that? Like? Yeah. No, that's my actually that's my favorite uh favorite sport outside running. Uh because yes, in so- Norway yeah, in Norway we have uh, a lot of snow, as you might know. Yes. Uh, so we go, so we go to the cabins uh, on the mountains, and we do long ski trips, um, both workouts and like hiking uh, with skis. Uh, the videos and it looks absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, and this Easter I probably. I probably did 200Ks in five days. Really? Yeah, yeah. So that's very good workout as well. You uh, see probably some of the best skiers I know. Uh, in the world. Uh, it's also some of the best, uh, has some of the best uh, oxygen uh, measurements as well.
0: They're the biggest VO2 yeah. scores, I think. Yeah, um, I presume.
1: But- we had, we, ha- we have had someone had like eight, well over 80. Yeah. Oh,
0: I still have a bit to go. I got 78 on my last one, so I still need a few more, few more yeah. notches up. But going back to the talking red ass and everything, did you, you know, when you were like losing weight or anything, did any of your friends or family like notice it as well and make any comments?
1: yeah um pr- all of my family did see it uh but I didn't see it because I was seeing the big progression I made uh, I was uh, getting faster uh and I was getting better uh but didn't see the uh, like uh relationship with um the low weight uh and the food as well. Uh so I was probably thinking back then that uh the race weight was uh a part of me running faster. Yeah.
0: Uh
1: so that I had to like continue with that. Yeah. Um you just but fall I was into a trap. like you, what
0: you just fall into a trap.
1: Yeah, I was falling into a trap. Uh, I didn't see the risks of the weight loss um, because I felt like I was eating enough. I wasn't hungry. uh, And I felt like I fueled well for my sessions because I trained very well. Um, But... My parents, my grandparents, my brother and sister, they all they all saw it yeah. and also some of my friends commented it, but not directly to me yeah, yeah, yeah
0: it just came from like a third someone else was like noticing it and then when when did you almost was it after the the stress factor you were like, oh, I really need to get my like health sorted.
1: Yeah um actually it was uh, I was um, when I did the DEXA scan uh that showed that my bone density was low um and also the weight said that I was um like very uh, underweight. Uh, I really got up my eyes and I woke up and was thinking that this might, this might is uh, like this is all together.
0: Uh. Do you feel like it almost ruin your ruin your running career?
1: I thought back then it might have done, but I see now that I can gain weight as well. Uh, and I can run fast even with a few extra kilos. Well you're an inspiration
0: because which... you've said you've already, you're an inspiration because you've already said you've put on this weight, but you're running you've ran you literally said to me um you ran your best session for over a year and a half. And you still think you need to put a a couple more kilos. Because at the end of the day, the marathon, you need to be strong. You need to be powerful for the marathon. And this, like being underweight, you won't last a 42-kilometer distance.
1: No. uh, It's a combination, of course, with power and weight. Yeah. Uh, But actually, when I did my PB in the marathon, I was probably at my lowest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was probably, and it it was a f- just a few months before my first fracture. Uh, so in that block, uh, I could have, I could have got my first injury then, right yeah. before the race.
0: I know that's a thing I found as well. Is when I've yes, I've run fast over distances, then I've been very light. but I just kept getting injured straight after the races because my body just couldn't cope. Whereas when yeah. I've been heavier. I've been able to go through a season without any injury and run well. So it's just like, it's just like trying to get the right, the right balance between
1: it. Yeah. And the strange thing was actually, uh, that was my first injury really? ever. Yeah. I've had like some, uh, short shin splints and some like, uh, things in the ankle and stuff, but that's, that's not that, um, uh high-risk injuries. Uh, it was like two or three weeks out, but a stress fracture is, of course, much worse. Yeah.
0: So after your um second sacrum stress fracture, when did you, because I have that right now, when did you start running again after that?
1: I think it went at least 12 weeks. Really? Yeah. And then I started that uh, run-walk progression uh, and I have run since now uh the second week of December and I only come to 80K really? so uh, very very slow buildup uh so it has been like if I can increase the weight uh, and like the bone density and everything else, uh, I can increase the running as well. So that's uh, what you want to do. Yeah, just to be sure that I will not fall back.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's honestly amazing too, because you have your eyes set on something, and like, cause I'm now when I cause I'm hoping to do my first run on Thursday, and that will be like ten weeks since my fracture. But you know, I put the the sacrum I put the MRI scan on and the doctor yeah. think it's because I had five weeks completely off it like helped to recover speed up the recovery process because I didn't train or anything so it helped the recovery process a bit quicker so I think my bones have been able to recover quicker than some other people's yeah. but um, when you had these stress factors did you train straight away or did you take some time off
1: oh I didn't take any time off it was like <laughs> It was like three or four days no training. training. Yeah. A bit of training ADHD.
0: Oh, 100%. And do you think that's yeah. why you took, had to have 12 weeks off to start running? Because you trained straight away and didn't give your body like that extra bit of recovery?
1: I didn't felt that I needed. I felt like I was getting better mentally with just a small workout, like 30 minutes or an hour on the elliptical. uh, Made us, like, made me, like, made the day better uh, mentally. Uh, But probably I should have taken, (laughs) they should have given me a boot (laughs) and, like, put me three weeks completely out.
0: Well try try five weeks next time. Five weeks of nothing. You try that, um, just for walks and everything. Probably I don't need one more time. <laughs> yeah, no. I won't don't, get yeah, injured anyone. one more time. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's incredible. Um, have you like has any any youngsters or anything asked you for advice about all this about uh food and everything? Like, have you tried to help youngsters if they're struggling with injuries?
1: No, actually not. Oh, really? uh, I work. I work in um in the biggest running store in Norway. Oh, do. You? Uh, yeah, we sell running shoes, and yeah, uh, and of course, um, uh, the customers there they always ask for injury prevention tips and stuff. Oh, really? So you know that. I try to, yeah, I try to help, <laughs> but uh, not specifically anyone uh asking me or like for tips and stuff
0: so um i know we've spoken briefly about like you don't have any future races in mind but is it anything you want
1: or maybe i have but
0: (laughs) don't want to say yet but you said about trying to run sub 220 next year at a marathon do you think this build-up will help you do you think you're on track for that or anything like that
1: yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Um but of course this season it's m- more important to get back to like real training without falling back. Um Yeah. And I will probably do a couple of races uh, later this year. Um and I want to Because I haven't run a marathon uh, since 2021 now. Uh, So I just want to do a long run to do the BQ. Uh, Because I'm thinking about running Boston next year. Okay. Yeah. So I just have to jog under three hours. (laughs) So maybe doing that um, in september or something
0: uh, berlin what september. berlin marathon in september
1: yeah i am signed up uh i am actually in the sub elite field there okay. uh, i was supposed to run last year but uh, i sent them the mri scan <laughs> and, uh, and so they... that, I, i'm not
0: walking <laughs> i can't walk yeah right now.
1: yeah so they put me over to uh, this year's that's really good yeah so i'm signed up for berlin and I of course hope I can run that one.
0: You're you're going to end up running a massive PB there, aren't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably because the same as you. Uh, after doing all those hours on the cross trainer, oh, I feel so aerobically fit. Oh,
0: I was when I did all those like those ten weeks of over twenty hours a day. I couldn't get my heart rate up that high because I was so fit. Well, I was struggling with food, but I was so fit, my heart rate just went lower and lower and lower.
1: Yeah, what was your heart rate like?
0: Oh, I think it resting. It was like 35 or
1: 36. Yeah. Mine is 38 to 39.
0: Oh, you, so, have, you still have to cut down a little bit to get to my level.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. Do you have any, like, tips or anything? for? Okay, we'll go on. Like, what's your fate? What's your pre? Because you don't eat that much before a marathon. But the night before, what would you have before a marathon?
1: uh it's either pizza or lasagna really you're a good lasagna fan yeah either either pizza or pasta or bolognese is fine as well just some red sauce and pasta you like or that? pizza. You yeah easy carbs
0: is that what you try to have like before a big session like so for example quite a few people say you know for a big session you want like a good amount of pasta do so you try to have pasta every night or if you are having doing like an easy day? You try and focus more on protein. What's your like, or do you not really care?
1: Um, I try to eat uh, a big evening meal uh the night before a big session. Um, and of course I focus a lot of getting the protein in. Uh, but those big meals often comes at the easy days, of course, because I have the harder workout next day. Um but i eat a lot of pasta bread rice um and of course good quality food uh yeah. trying off also not getting that much fiber in oh. um uh, the night before
0: yeah yeah so
1: yeah white white pasta uh yeah do you have any like
0: tips almost for like say for example this is why i ask people towards the end of the show it's like me and you, we've like struggled with weight loss and everything, and you said about like underfueling. Do you is there a way, like when you when a nutritionist first spoke to you about how to get calories in quick like is it having a bar straight after a session, or like how what do you think the best practice to do is?
1: Actually, I have uh two obsessions uh last year, and that is uh nuts and ice cream. Oh, I so up. yeah. I eat a lot. Yeah, the last year when I first spoke to the nutritionist, I had like the weeks after I probably had like two hundred grams of either cashew nuts or peanuts every day. Really? So that's like easy a thousand calories. Uh, and I had uh, ice cream every day. Um, and that's and also sports drinks during sessions is very easy calories. And I started with um, always uh, putting oil and butter and everything uh, what in Did the he food.
0: do that? What did he not use oil in when he cooked?
1: I now I put extra oil, oh. like yeah, so just to get that extra calories in. What?
0: Okay. Is that what the nutritionist said to like just to help you a bit?
1: Yeah. Just try to figure out easy ways. Yeah. Uh, change skim milk with whole milk and yeah. like do the easy stuff.
0: Yeah. I've been drinking so much whole milk right now because, like, he was like, because our DEXA scan showed our bone health was so low and the calcium you get from the milk is unreal. Like, are you drinking, trying to drink milk every day or? every other day or
1: yeah I'm very fan of uh, yogurt and cottage cheese oh really uh, yeah I'm not a milk drinker I drink a lot of chocolate milk yes. uh, and yogurt and cottage cheese Um, but I also use those uh calcium chewing tablets oh. you get like, you get like 500 uh, milligrams for one as uh, so yeah
0: just a like I, help
1: you. Yeah, I both do calcium and vitamin D and magnesium. Yeah, so try to get extra in.
0: Okay, last question we'll ask is: Yeah, what is your favorite racing shoe?
1: My favorite racing shoe, all of my PBs is the Vaporfly.
0: Really? Well, the old one or Vaporfly two? Um.
1: Personally, I like the upper on the first one better. Uh, and I also, because of working in the running store, I now have the hands on the version three. Oh, lucky man, lucky man. <laughs> yeah, I've tested it once. Uh, and that felt very good. Um but I do like the alpha flies on the on the shorter distances, actually. Uh, because when I run a marathon, I like the drop being eight millimeters or higher uh, for the legs. Uh, but all in all, the Vaporfly is is the king.
0: Well, anyway, thank you so much for coming because we're about to get kicked off. But I really, really am. This was a great chat, so thank you so much.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. Yes, and, and good luck. We'll yeah, and good luck with your recovery.
0: Oh, same, and I hope Liverpool.
1: Will